Hey, Steve Shepard, Natural Curiosity Project. I have a special relationship with a pretty terrific resource. It's kind of a blog called the Silverback Digest. It's, it's actually more than a blog, but we'll get into that in a minute. It is published by my friend and fellow Vermonter, Stephen Morris. If you visit the Silverback Digest, that's the name of the blog, if you visit their website, which I strongly recommend you do, the web address is silverbackdigest.com, while you're there, by the way, sign up to be on their mailing list. When you visit, you're going to discover that the Digest, kind of like the Natural Curiosity Project, really doesn't have a theme. Actually, it does. The theme is knowledge, wisdom, awareness, insight, curiosity, entertainment. In other words, if there's something to be known, especially if it's a bit off the well-trodden trail, interesting, ever so slightly esoteric, the chances are very good that it's going to show up on the Silverback Digest. If you're a regular listener to the Natural Curiosity Project, you might sense a theme here, because what I just described is also the mission of my podcast and why the Silverback Digest and the Natural Curiosity Project are partners in crime. You see, it's all about rabbit holes. Stephen and I share a disease. We're both terminally curious. If we run across a weird little factoid that catches our attention, we don't typically just say, huh and continue on our way. We dive down the rabbit hole to learn more about that factoid because it's interesting. We're both writers, and there's little nuggets of raw ore what give us what we need to do our jobs. I mean, hey, the world is pretty interesting. Let me give you a few examples from some of the episodes I've done since I joined Alonso Quijano, by the way, that's Don Quixote's real name, on his windmill-tilting quest. I met a guy named Bud in Dallas who ties notes to tumbleweeds that say, if you find this, tell me where you found it. I'm trying to figure out how far these things travel. I learned while taking a walk with my wife after watching our dog roll around in some dead animal what causes that horrible smell that I then had to go drag him back to the house to wash off. It's two chemicals with the utterly perfect names of putrescine and cadaverine. I wrote about the weird world of quantum computers. I talked about the fact that at the turn of the 20th century, it was legal to mail your children. As long as they had a stamp on their arm, you would simply hand them off to a trusted postal worker who would make sure that they made it all the way to grandma's and back again. I talked about spending time on a optical cable-laying ship in Singapore, about slime molds that crawl across the yard, about the fact that insects are often better engineers than we are. I talked about the science of fire and how to fight it with my friend Pete Mulvihill. I talked about language, word origins. For example, did you know that the word 10-gallon hat doesn't come from a reference to the size of the hat in spite of what you've seen? It comes from the phrase tan galan, which in Spanish means, what a beautiful hat. Or Key West doesn't come from the fact that it's the westmost key in the chain. It comes from the fact that the original name was Cayo Hueso, which means bone key because of all the ships that broke up there before they had modern navigation. Who knew? I talked about bioluminescence, storytelling, why rain smells so good chemical called petrichor. 
I talked about the last days of the great cattle drives and why they ended so abruptly. And by the way, it wasn't because of the arrival of railroads or barbed wires or settlers, as everybody seems to think. I talked about the science of scuba diving. I got together with my best friend from high school, Bob Verlack, who is now a pretty well-known actor. And we talked about how to read movie credits. We talked about spices. Did you know that you can thank nutmeg for the fact that we have Manhattan? Didn't know that, did you? We talked about the real stories behind the Mother Goose Rhymes. We did an episode on the Federal Writers Project, a Depression-era program that was part of the Works Progress Administration that was often vilified, but in fact gave us some of our most important writers. And more recently, I did an episode about what it was like to travel across the ocean on a Zeppelin. And then I just had a boatload of interviews with a boatload of really interesting people. There are over 230 episodes so far and more than 30 recorded and just ready to be produced. Meanwhile, look at some of the topics that Stephen has covered on the Silverback Digest. The personal lives of rock stars, travel to places in the world that most of us have never heard of, the history of beer. Steve was a book publisher and wrote a book about beer. Life in rural Vermont. Marshmallow roasting techniques, the quality of winter light, music, stories about the natural world, stories about museums, a great story about the Smothers Brothers. He's a curator of the curious, an investigator of the interesting, a provocateur of the provocative. And it's all about the rabbit holes. I guess the best part of all this, perhaps the reason we both do what we do, collecting and sharing stories that will never appear in a newspaper, although they should, is that they demonstrate that when we wake up every morning to the latest outrageous behavior of some infantile ranting politician, or to the very real damage that social media is causing to kids and adults alike, or to the equally real rise of tribalism just as community feels like it's in decline, also driven to a large extent by social media, by the way, or to the absolutely wrong idea that the world is falling apart and that all the good people and the goodness they bring to the world just left on Ivan Doig's last bus to wisdom, or to all the social ills that we face, out-of-control healthcare costs and a housing crisis and extreme political polarization and a chaotic economy, well, guess again. Yeah, those are very real challenges. I don't diminish them or their impact in any way, and we should not ignore them. But they represent only one side of the balance sheet. There's a whole other column over there labeled, Stop and Take a Breath, that shows us that all those challenges over there in the left-hand column, the one labeled, Oh, Woe is Us, all those challenges need to be dealt with because there is so much in the right-hand column to be thankful and grateful for. The Silverback Digest and the Natural Curiosity Project celebrate the special people in the world who dig rabbit holes for the rest of us to dive into in search of goodness and light. They're the people who make it their mission in life to demonstrate to the world that there are indeed two columns, and too much time spent on the negative side makes us forget about all the amazing things that lie over on the positive side. We write about these people and interview them and share their wisdom because they're the purveyors of kindness and goodness and lightheartedness. They share wisdom, insight, knowledge, and the pause we all need occasionally to remind ourselves about what is truly important. They give us things, real things, to share with friends and to share with strangers, the mechanism for the creation of story, the shared foundation upon which relationships and ultimately community 
are built. Not long ago, I interviewed journalist Joe Kahane, the author of the extraordinary book, The Power of Strangers. As I said in the podcast, after reading Joe's book, I felt like I'd been bitten by a radioactive spider and suddenly had a superpower. The power to find something to talk about with a complete stranger as a way to find solid, common ground with that person, regardless of their ideology or political leanings or any other artificial measure. And you know what? It works. Stephen and I are both retired now from good long careers, but for both of us, retirement means that we now pay ourselves to do the work that we really want to do. Our writing projects, along with the Silverback Digest for Stephen and the Natural Curiosity Project for me, are what that looks like. It's our way of celebrating story and community and the truly great things that humans do when they're given the chance, even when they face odds that seem insurmountable. What these people do, Bud tracking tumbleweeds, Joe Kahane overcoming the natural fear of talking to strangers and exhorting others to do the same, rock stars whose lives are so much more than their music. I mean, just look at Brian May, the guitarist for Queen, who also just happens to be an astrophysicist and has worked with NASA. The sound recordist I interviewed who wondered what it would sound like to draw his violin bow across a cactus spine, and then further wondered what it would sound like if he pitched the recording an octave lower and slowed it down a little bit, thus creating the now all-too-familiar roar of the T-Rex. And homages to Brada Is and the Smothers Brothers. What these people do is the finest kind of human leadership, showing us what could be, what's possible, what we can do, not what we're limited by, not what is. They exhort us to avoid being caught in the tractor beam of the status quo, to instead do what National Geographic photographer DeWitt Jones told me that we must do when I interviewed him on the podcast, and that is to celebrate what's right with the world rather than to wallow in what's wrong with it. So thank you for listening, and thank you for reading. Please check out the Silverback Digest at silverbackdigest.com. And remember, it's not about what you learn. It's about what you do with what you learn. Go have a conversation with someone you don't know. Share an article from the Silverback Digest. Tell a story, and then stand back and watch what happens. Your own superpower will start to show itself. It doesn't get a whole lot better than that. Hey, thanks for dropping by. I'm Steve Shepard, the host of the Natural Curiosity Project, where we're committed to the idea that curiosity leads to discovery, discovery leads to knowledge, knowledge leads to insight, and insight leads to understanding. In every episode, we explore some topic that piqued our curiosity enough to make us want to share it with you. I hope you enjoy the journey. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you'd leave a comment over at iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.